I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We are rolling into hour number two. Uh, appreciate all of you hanging out with us, having a good time as we get closer and closer to the holiday season. I was on Fox News this morning, Buck, talking about this transgender swimmer issue. All the NCAA uh, parents, the parents of these Penn women swimmer, have written a letter ripping the idea. But do you know what's getting more attention than my opinions, Buck? The color of the jacket that I wore. What'd you go Are with? You, I went with a like kind of a, a spring-like, a pink-ish hue jacket, and I'm being attacked across the board for wearing a pastel-colored jacket in December. Now, are you someone who commits to the color of the jacket you can wear based on the time of the season? I'm just proud if I can remember to have a blazer in time for the hit usually. So <laughs> I, I I am not about to criticize anyone's fashion choices. Our friend Will Kane said, good Lord, man, is it, uh, it, it it's not May, it's December. And, and it, it, it's being well-received across the uh, fashion landscape. I had no idea I was putting such a faux pas. Will is a dapper fellow, though. You know, he's got high, yeah, I, high sartorial standard. Uh, you know who doesn't have high sartorial standards or high standards at all? I, I can't believe this clip is real, but like every now and then we play a clip and I just my jaw drops over how insanely stupid it is. And you know how often it is connected to either Joy Reid on MSNBC or or Joy Behar on The View a huge percentage of the time. The two Joys are probably the dumbest people in media. And that's saying something because there's a lot of dumb people in our industry. But can you think of someone who consistently says dumber things than the two of them? The like, guy who, who was put running for lieutenant Rushmore? governor of Texas, the former Republican turncoat, uh, Dowd, he's up there. There are a few. There are a few. Uh, Steve Schmidt on MSNBC says stunningly stupid things, but he says it as though he's just cracked a thesaurus before he comes on air to use some big words to make it sound less dumb to some people. 
Um, but no, I mean, I don't know. Joy Joy uh, Behar is is really, I think, in a class by herself. But, but at least she's, I mean, in she's her a comedian. defense, she was a comedian. So, like, she's not necessarily known for being a political heavyweight. She has kind of stumbled into whatever job she has. Joy so Reid went surprised. to Harvard, folks. Did she go to Harvard? Joy Reid went to Harvard. Yeah, I don't know that Joy Behar graduated from high school, so the the, the Joy Reid stupidity is far more disappointing. All right, so I want you to listen to this argument. So you guys know because we talked about it, and hopefully you saw it. Elon Musk, uh, I don't agree with everything associated with his relationship with China. That's pretty much the only thing I can point to with Elon Musk that I'm like, hey, and I don't expect for every public figure to agree with me on everything. So I'm not one of those people who's like, I've got a litmus test. And if you don't agree with 10 out of 10 things with me, I can't appreciate you. No, I like most of what I see Elon Musk doing and saying. I love that he's a capitalist. I love that he's a warrior for free speech, that he's willing to stand up to these stupid, indefensibly absurd uh, uh, rules and policies uh, associated with different identities that are out there. I love that he attacks cancel culture. So he's been going after it with Elizabeth Warren. Before that, he was going after it with uh, Bernie Sanders. So Joy Reid decided that she needed to defend uh, 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 Elizabeth Warren, and this is the clip that was on her show last night. Listen to this. Elon wasn't happy, so he did what he always did and stomped his little feet and insulted Senator Warren, calling her an angry mom and referring to her as Senator Karen. So for so many reasons, being a freeloader and a selfish and disrespectful one, and for misappropriating black vernacular for misogynistic purposes, Elon Musk is the absolute worst. Meanwhile, Senator Warren has better things to do than fight with Junior Birdman on Twitter. Okay, Elon Musk is the richest man on the planet because he's really smart. Okay, so so the he notion that he created his wealth out of nothing. Yeah. He didn't get rich because his dad had money that's or right. his family had money. So, like he is the ultimate capitalist in the entire world. So that that's interesting. But the other part of it that I think some people might have said, huh? So this term Karen, which I actually and people use it, and I might even use it sometimes. I I don't really like it. I I think it is it is a term used to disparage white women. Right. Yes, so sometimes. No so, he, you know, but but sometimes it seems pretty appropriate. I get it. It's for the person who calls the manager unnecessarily and is complaining and being difficult about somebody. But there's some tones. There's some aspects of it that I don't really I, I, I find a little troubling. Put that aside for a second. We're not allowed to use the term carrot now. I mean, <laughs> I, I just want to know. It is a term of disparagement by Joy Reid's own admission here for white women. But because she says it comes out of. The African-American vernacular. So did black people create the Karen insult? Is that what she said? I, 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 don't I guess even that's know what she's saying. Originates. But so now, but you know, now I or you or, or Elon Musk can't say the word. I mean, look, it's so stupid that I think we spent too much time well, on it. The, but cultural appropriation in general is stupid, right? It's a dumb you idea because all cultures appropriate. Yes. Every, you and I drink coffee. It came from Ethiopia. The Internet was invented uh, in America, right? Basically, uh, the democracy came out of Greece and Rome. We have rugs Our, because of Genghis Khan, Clay. We could do this all day. Right. So the goal, the entire goal of civilization is to appropriate good things, right? That, that is how civilization advances. Oh, your thing is better than mine. Oh, I'm going to take this. But here's what's kind of funny. First of all, she's defending uh, Elizabeth Warren, who appropriated being a Native American. 
and actually claim that she was a Native American for purposes of getting her own job, which is why I think of all the insults that Trump ever made up, Pocahontas is one that legitimately makes me smile every time I see it applied. She is a liar. And then she released her own DNA test. Remember, Buck, and it showed like she was like one eighteen hundredth of a Native American. I, I will have you know that, that, that I, I made fun of CNN because when they did this initially, CNN was like, Elizabeth Warren proves her Native American heritage. They were yeah. going with it. They were try. They were a part of it. They're like, wow, Elizabeth Warren coming out swinging with 1.4% Native American it heritage. Wasn't like even they, that high. I think it was like one out of a yeah, thousand. It was, it was, it was tiny. But it was point zero, well, whatever it might have been. It was, it was like everybody. You and I have more. Yeah, literally, I think have more Native, Native American, American heritage. But CNN's uh, comms shop came after. Oh, bravo! You probably were watching us. No, I was watching you guys. You're just a bunch of idiots. But Elizabeth Warren is a little upset with Elon. You can tell because they're not. Look, they're not used to somebody who has such a big following on his own that the mainstream media can protect from that person. That's right? Elon can get the way that Trump could. In some ways, Elon can, too, because so many people want to hear what he has to say. So Warren's a little upset about it. The world's richest freeloader evidently has a very thin skin. But you know the part that really makes me angry about this? It's on behalf of every public school teacher, every waitress, every computer programmer who actually paid taxes. That means they paid more than Elon Musk did. But the days when these guys not only get to rake it all in, but then rub everybody else's nose in it while they head off into outer space and declare (laughs) how they did this all on their own when they were subsidized by the federal government and subsidized by every waitress and by every public school teacher who paid their taxes. This is wrong. Yeah, every waitress across the country who's listening to the show right now is saying, Elon didn't send spaceships out there because of my extra tips, okay? Like, Elizabeth Warren is being such a demagogue. Everybody knows this is Marxist class warfare crap. And by the way, she's worth about 12 to 15 million, I think, something like that herself. She was seen on a private jet, Clay, yesterday. Yeah, and here's the thing. If I could point towards anybody in the public eye right now and say, I hope my kids could grow up like this guy, Elon Musk would be at the top of the list, right? He created, think about how amazing this guy is. He decided, hey, you know what? I want to send rocket ships to space. I think I can do a better job of it than NASA. And he did. He said, hey, you know what? I want to reinvent the car so that we're not reliant on as on oil, right? So in theory, we could create more energy independence. And he did it. And oh, by the way, on the Joy Reid attack, Elon Musk is an immigrant from South Africa. So he's actually, unlike her, 100% an African-American. He was born in Africa, and now he lives in, an Amer- in America. He is an African-American. So I'm not even sure that she could accuse him of cultural misappropriation, since unlike her, he's actually an African-American, born in Africa, now an American. And you know what his sin is, of course. There are all these these lib billionaires. Uh, A lot of them are people that have made money through financial services, and people like Soros, who made his money through a lot of currency speculation and often on the misery of other countries having their currencies devalued over the years. 
Uh, there are people that do that. But as long as they support the right causes, they remain untouched by all this. Right. Jeff Bezos buys The Washington Post. So Jeff Bezos gets left alone by the whole media also because he obviously buys his ink uh, by the barrel and has it delivered by drone to your front door. Uh, yes. So people tend to leave him alone because Elon believes in capitalism and also because he has been, along with you and me, questioning all this stupid. So remember when, you know, six feet of social distancing was the the mantra that was going to save us all. Now we all know it was completely arbitrary and moronic. All yes. the masks stuff. Suddenly we discovered masks can stop all respiratory illness if we only wear them for not true. He knew that. So he's been questioning that apparatus, too. So so he's a he's a target for the Marxist nonsense and other billionaires, of course, who write checks to D.A.s who let criminals out to go beat old ladies with lead pipes and not get punished. They don't get this treatment from from Elizabeth Warren. I wonder why. Yeah. And credit to Rush, too, for Focahontas, which was a play on Pocahontas. And then. One of the funniest tweets, Dub just sent this to me from, uh, again, I, I legitimately, sometimes the insults land, and I thought Trump on Elizabeth Warren landed really well. He put up a new campaign slogan for her, remember? <laughs> it said, Warren, one slash the fraction, 2020th, to make fun of the fact that her percentage of being a Native American, that she ran with that. I mean, that was an amazing, Clay, it, uh, amazing. It's, it's not just that too. she appropriated it. We have, we have to remind people of this because otherwise the media will do a whitewash of all of it. She leveraged our, our racial entitlement system of affirmative action in this country. And that is what ha it has been called in Supreme Court decisions. Uh, she leveraged that as a fraud to get hired at places as a law professor where she absolutely would not have been hired otherwise. So That's she right. gamed the racial entitlement system to her benefit yes. and elevated herself professionally and now turns around and wants to pretend that she's, you know, a friend to truckers and waitresses. Yeah, sure she is. She sent in a recipe to a Native American. <laughs> I remember that? Pow wow chow. Pow wow chow. <laughs> that was awesome. That's one of the most amazing and cited her cheekbones as evidence of the fact that she was a Native American. I mean, this is, I mean, the fact that she's, <laughs> sorry, the fact that she sent in a recipe called Pow wow chow. I think that was the name of the book, but yes. Oh, powwow chow. Yeah, okay. But, I mean, it's still pretty funny, right? This is that she would be in any way defended by somebody citing appropriation by anyone is beyond insane. I mean, remember when Rachel Dolezalbuck, the NAACP white woman who claimed that she was black, when Rachel Dolezal claimed a heritage that she didn't actually have, she got canceled. People were like, oh, my God, how dare and, you pretend to be black? Elizabeth Warren did it her entire career, benefited off of it, and, and, and by, she's running for president. By science and biology, race is actually much more of a mixed and variable categorization, right? Race is actually largely a, a, an artificial categorization because you have people who are, you know, multiracial, biracial. That, that's all reality that we're all living with every day. And it's, you know, that's the way things are. Great. Sex, gender is actually a physical binary reality, yes. but you can change that according to the left. But if you try to play the look, I, I've been saying for a while, you know how you bring down the affirmative action system for college admissions? You just have every you just have every kid who thinks this is garbage because it is apply 
as something that will advantage them. Just over doing a Linsky style overwhelming of the system of racial entitlement. Then that would actually cause some real problems because you know what forced them to do, Clay? Say your skin is not actually the right color for that designation that you claim. Which starts to sound pretty darn creepy to folks, right? That sounds pretty, uh, pretty no, no, unreasonable. No doubt, and also, we got a big Supreme Court case uh, dealing with Harvard admissions associated with Asian applicants that could also blow up our noxious racial politics because, as we talked about a little bit yesterday, Asians are, as you said, white adjacent. They're not considered to be minorities because they're too successful right now and that's well, that's what the left to, says i think that's, that's right that, horrible yes. yeah that's what that's what their argument is for why they should be treated differently when it comes to harvard applications and everything else we'll come into more of this in a second michael and he's the inventor of my pillow and his team they fit us for our pillows and introduced us to their ever-growing list of incredible products you can trust michael and to give you a great night's sleep these pillows won't go flat you can wash and dry them constantly most important they're made in the usa for a limited time right now you can get the my pillows at the price that is an incredible offer Nineteen ninety eight instead of the original sixty nine ninety eight. That's a fifty dollars savings with the promo code Clay and Buck plus money back guarantee trial until March of next year. There's no risk, Buck. How do you get hooked up? Go to mypillow.com, click on radio listener specials, and enter promo code Clay and Buck, or call eight hundred seven nine two three two six nine. Again, that's mypillow.com. Click on radio listener specials. Enter promo code Clay and Buck. If you just want to call in, it's eight hundred. 792-3269. You'll get these great radio specials. Rotating discounts on 150-plus MyPillar products, the Giza Dream bed sheets, the mattress topper, the My Slippers, and more. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833 833- 995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. 
Price Picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free Price Picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the Price Picks app. Use promo code Clay, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. We're proud supporters of those who serve our country and our local communities. That includes our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. There's an American company whose entire mission is built around serving these individuals, GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these ways, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's fast, easy, and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that want to honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off-duty. A portion of every order goes towards nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. I think what you see now with the rise of this woke ideology uh, is an attempt to really delegitimize our history and to delegitimize our institutions. And I view the wokeness as a form of cultural Marxism. Uh, they want to tear. They want to just, it's not just, you know, people say, oh, you know, you know, they're leftists or socialists. It's not just like taxes and all that. Yeah, they do want that, and that's not good. But they really want to tear at the fabric of our society and our culture and, and things that really we've taken for granted, like the ability of parents to direct the upbringing of their kids. Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, they're absolutely correct. Welcome back to Clay and Buck show. And he keeps taking actions to defend people as parents, uh, people's rights to have their children instructed in a way that is in keeping with a, well, sane view of America and the world around them. Clay, I got to tell you, Governor DeSantis, it's like it's like he was created in, in a lab of conservatism to save the state of Florida. I think this is honestly we talk a lot about what the legacy of Trump is going to be. I think the legacy of Trump is going to be he has emboldened a lot of younger politicians to say, got to be careful here, eff it. And just say exactly what they think, as opposed to worrying about what the media might say in response. And that there is a massive number of people out there that will have your back. Because how many times did they say, oh, Trump said this, he's done as a political figure. They couldn't cancel him. And I think he's emboldened a generation of Republicans to be fearless in advocating for what they believe. And DeSantis is one of the first to take that mantle up. Mortgage rates are continuing to remain incredibly low right now. Will they stay there for the new year? Not necessarily because the Fed is talking about raising rates, which is why you need to go ahead and lock in an incredibly low rate while you can in American financing. All you need to do is give them a call. It's super easy. Pick up your phones right now. 800-777-8109. 800-777-8109. Guys, you can save up to $12,000 a year. You could also, depending on when you get this done, be able to skip a couple of mortgage payments, saving you big money as well. 
Why not put your financial house in order just before the new year starts? All you need to do is pick up your phone, 800-777-8109. That's 800-777-8109. AmericanFinancing.net. Do it today. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us on this great Thursday. Go subscribe to the podcast. I mean, we have had, you know, I hate to brag or draw attention to the show or myself. We've had some really good interviews so far this week. Abigail Schreier was incredible. Miranda Devine. Yesterday we had Senator Marsha Blackburn and also Alex Berenson, among others. If you miss anything, and I hope you listen to every minute of the show on our great local affiliates all over the country, but if you miss anything at all, Love it if you would go subscribe to the podcast. You can search out my name. You can search, search, search out Buck Sexton's name. Maybe you're going to be on the road for the holidays. Maybe you're going to be driving. I know I've been in that situation a lot. You got loud kids in the back, and you're like, man, I just want to listen to something to, uh, <laughs> so I don't have to hear all the fights that are going on behind me as we travel for the holidays. Go download the podcast. You can scroll through, pick out anything you want. You'll be able to listen to it. But one thing that nobody's talking about, this transgender swimmer issue. And some of you know that we have talked about this story a decent amount. And the reason why I love it is because it brings to the forefront identity politics and the failure of identity politics as a reliable and reasonable and rational political philosophy. Because you have hardcore feminists, women's athlete, spokespeople, Title IX adherents who believe that women, and I'm one of these people, are the equal of men and that they deserve the right to compete at the highest possible level against other women. And then you have transgender activists who believe that men can decide to become women and set all-time women's records and that they should be applauded for this. And you can't be both. You have to pick a side. And these are two theoretically left-wing groups. I'm 100% confident in picking my side. I'm on the favor of biological women being able to compete against biological women. And so are the vast majority of Democrats, Republicans, independents, anyone who cares about sports competition in this country. I am one of the only people, and OutKick is one of the only media sites that will even cover this story, Buck. The parents of these UPenn swimmers, probably many of them liberal, Certainly many of them, if you look at the overall breakdown of UPenn, probably from wealthy northeastern communities, they have written a letter now to the NCAA saying this is wrong, and all these people in sports media who have said, oh, we've got to speak out, we've got to talk about the intersection of sports and politics, they're all silent. They're pretending. ESPN Buck, they gave Caitlyn Jenner the ESPY for courage for becoming a woman, they haven't even covered this story at all. There's not one ESPN article about this direct threat to women's athletics. And this is why when we had Abigail Schreier on, I asked her that question about the machinery and the apparatus and who really pushes for this, because it's fascinating. You won't see there are so many people who will go along with this, but they won't as an individual in public stand up and say, this makes sense, this is a good idea. But what you do have are the massively influential, but nameless, fa well, faceless, they have named companies, of course, but no one individual. Reminds me of uh, uh, my, my dad used to belong to a, 
a long time ago, a hunting club, right? You go yeah. shoot birds. And there was really one guy who ran the whole place, and he used to sign every every pronouncement. You know, if it was that you had to wear, you know, blue shirts on Tuesday, everything was signed the committee. But he was the committee. There was no <laughs> other committee, right? Yeah. But what what do you do when you when you you can't go up against the committee? You have HR departments. You have college admissions offices. You have corporate now at the very top level executives who will put forward this guidance about the trans issue. And obviously universities, all the university administrators will get on board with this. But it always comes as part of the collective. Individuals will not make this argument, Clay, because they know they would be humiliated because it is so clearly wrong and so clearly stupid. So they have to hide behind the committee, if you will, or the collective. I put up a poll, Buck, because I was just curious. We know Twitter is extremely left-leaning and that uh, it's overwhelmingly filled with blue check mark brigade members who are running around trying to defend the transgender community or whatever oppressed group of the moment that they have decided is being disrespected. And I just said, asked a simple question, right? Do you believe a biological male athlete should be able to compete in women's sports if he decides to change his gender to a woman? Okay, simple question. Over 20,000 people voted so far in the first couple of hours. And if you want to vote in this, you can go find me on Twitter at Clay Travis. Scroll down. Buck, 98% of people said no. 98%. You know how hard it is to get 98% of people to agree on anything under the sun right now? Yet, almost no one will even discuss this. So I started tagging people, right? Megan Rapino, she's always talking about women's. She's so brave because she wouldn't go to the White House. Uh, women's soccer player won't talk about it. Jamel Hill, remember Jamel Hill said Donald Trump was a white supremacist. She won't talk about it. Pat Forty, who's a big Sports Illustrated writer, his daughter, to her credit, is actually a women's Olympic swimmer. She made the Olympic team. If men are able to be ma female swimmers, she wouldn't make the Olympic team. He tweets about women's uh, women swimming all the time. He won't comment on it. Uh, ESPN, as I said, Buck, hasn't even written a single story about this case. It is unbelievable it's a conspiracy of silence because this is buck remember for a long time they said oh this is never gonna well, that's happen. why they, that's why they have this to be will quiet. never be an issue they, they have to be quiet because the way that they tried to shut down people like you and me who for years i've been talking about the trans issue for years saying things like get ready for them in the bathrooms get ready for transgender individuals competing against women's sports get ready for transgender individuals in female prisons, which is also well, now we, uh, that's happening, even scary because that's a safety issue. And you've got you've got to imagine. I mean, if you're a guy who's facing life in prison, you'd probably rather be in the woman's prison, wouldn't you? Right. And and now, what what are the standards for this? And oh, you've got to say some things to so the prison shrink. This is happening. These are all yeah. things that are occurring now. But if the people that are now that that had been saying it'll never happen, if they come out in favor of it. Then they're caught because we can point to, you said this was never going to happen. And clearly you were full of it, which has been true. This is the incrementalism that the Democrats use to fight the culture wars all the time. In fact, they'll call you bigoted for even raising what we all know will eventually happen. And then when it happens, they pretend like it didn't. It's effectively gaslighting on a massive scale. It is remarkable, though, that of all the women in uh, sports media, for example, yeah, they're not going to come forward and stand up for 
women's sports. Women's sports are actually at risk here as a serious endeavor. That is the reality of what is underway. True. What is the point of trying to be the best in your league, the best in the NCAA, the best in the world, if a guy can come in and beat you? I remember years ago, I used to do CrossFit clay. You'd see the men's, you know, there are guys going in there with, uh, you know, I'm not speaking for personally, but, you know, they got like 20 or 30 extra pounds around the belly. And there are women who were clear physical specimens. I mean, working out every day. The chubby guy sitting behind a desk has a higher bench press than the women. I mean, we all see this. It's reality around us all the time. Pound for pound, my wife is a much better athlete than me. She's also five foot two, 105 pounds. Like, the idea that we should be competing in a sprint when I'm six foot 180-ish I say 180-ish because it's kind of the holidays and I'm not sure exactly what I weigh right now. But the idea is crazy. Everybody out there understands it. And, Buck, it's not even just male versus female. We decide, for instance, in boxing or, or UFC or whatever, we have weight classes. In high school, we have different standards for state championships because the school that has 3,000 students shouldn't be able to be judged against the school that has 300. This is a big part of fairness in athletics. We have all different sorts of weight classes, all different sorts of designations when it comes to what schools, public versus private. Some schools give scholarships and they don't. Yeah, I, we I have wrote, big, big colleges, small. I, mean, I wrote in college. happen all the time. I, I wrote in college. It would have been great if I could have wrote as a lightweight. I would have been a, I would have been a kick-ass lightweight. I was a heavyweight in college. So. I, here's the deal, Buck. I suck at golf. I love to golf. I don't get to do it as much since I I had kids. If I got to play from the women tees, I would be pretty damn good at golf. If I got to take 200 yards off of some of the holes, I'd be getting a lot more birdies. It would be ridiculous. Like if you and your buddies are playing, I mean, it's kind of funny and ridiculous, but it points to the absurdity. And you walked up and you were like, today I'm feeling like a chick. And you just played from the red tees the whole day and you crushed your buddies. They, would, they wouldn't allow you to do it, first of all, because it's the very essence of yeah, competition. You, you almost think the only way this goes away is, you know, in uh, USTA tennis, right? There's the, challenge, there's the challenger matches beforehand. You can get into yeah. those pretty easily. They can have the man who's, you know, number 250 in the world compete as a woman for the U.S. Open uh, tennis championship. If he wins, I think he gets four or five million dollars. With someone willing to do that? Are you willing to pretend you're a woman for a week for four or five million dollars? I think a lot of people, the answer would be, well, not a lot, but some people, the answer would be yes. It's almost on some level where someone just needs to change their gender for purposes of dominating a sport. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But, but make that candid choice and, and, and not even say it publicly initially, dominate, and then say, hey, this is the reality of what happens uh, in the larger scale. Uh, in the meantime, look, Tommy John loungewear is incredible. Buck, a lot of people holiday season want to sit around the house. You're hanging out with your family. You want to be comfortable. When your loved ones start the day wearing Tommy John, they're that much more comfortable so they can do everything better. Tommy John loungewear, soft tri-blend, micromodal fabrics. You will absolutely love the four-way stretch. Extraordinarily comfortable and fits well. 17 million pairs sold. The gift of Tommy John underwear and loungewear has become a holiday tradition for families all across the country, which is why but Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics, and we're proudly two of them. How do people get hooked up? I just place my order for Christmas because I need more of this stuff. I'm getting for members of my family. I absolutely love my Tommy John. I, I wear this stuff every day. Get $20 off site-wide. That's, uh, that's right, $20 off site-wide right now at TommyJohn.com slash buck. That's TommyJohn.com slash buck for $20 off 
Order by December 21st to get it in time for Christmas. TommyJohn.com slash Buck. See site for details. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. Your orders make a meaningful impact. You can become a member in seconds. Signing up is fast and free. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. That's G-O-V-X.com. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX. That's GovX. Code CLAY. G-O-V-X-C-L-A-Y savings for those who serve look i'm a two-way guy second amendment all about it i appreciate the sport of shooting i appreciate marksmanship i appreciate the right to bear arms and to defend oneself i also respect the craftsmanship of a well-made firearm at a phenomenal price my first career out of college put me in parts of the world where you know what i had to have a firearm to protect myself years later i keep myself trained and in shape with my firearms Going to the gun range with my brothers on the weekend, that's a regular event for us. It's a great time to come together, and it helps keep our skills sharp. So if you're a firearms enthusiast like me, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. They offer a wide range of premium calibers at a fraction of what the competition does. How does Bear Creek Arsenal do it? There's no middleman fees, that's how. I own one of their AR-15s. It is an incredible firearm. They know what they're doing. Discover Bear Creek Arsenal. Go online to bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. That's bearcreekarsenal.com slash B-U-C-K. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code for 10% off your first order. You're going to be amazed at the incredible quality of their firearms and the unbeatable price. Bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use the name Buck to get that 10% off your first order. Thanks for rolling with us today on the Clay and Buck Show. In the third hour, we're going to have our friend Cat Tim from Fox News with us, so stick around for that. And we've also got more updates for you on 
COVID right now, the caseload going way up, possibility of shutdowns, reductions in capacity happening in certain places in Canada, they're reducing it at sporting events. We'll bring you up to speed on all of that coming up here in just a few minutes. We've got a lot of calls, lines lit here, 800-282-2882. Gene in Louisiana wants to weigh in. Gene, great to have you. Um. Here's the thing with this African-American culture appropriation thing. It's so stupid because if she's going to say something about he's, uh, Elon is appropriating some culture, if that's the case, then how is it that she didn't say anything about all these other, quote-unquote, Caucasians on social media Karen? I mean, that's stupid. It's right, you're saying, that's a good I've point. You're saying life. people use the term Karen all over the place, but Elon exactly. gets called out for using the term Karen? It's absurd. And also, yeah, yeah, thanks for the call. And also, I would say this. She said he appropriated it. She also said it was misogynistic. It's not misogynistic to attack a woman that attacks you first. Like, that's called treating people equally. I get fired up when, look, Elizabeth Warren picked this fight, right? She accused Elon Musk of not paying taxes. He fired back and said, actually, I'm going to pay one of the biggest tax bills in the history of the country this year. The reason he hadn't paid big taxes, by the way, is because he hadn't sold his stock by and large, in Tesla, which has gone up in a big way. But then when somebody fires back at you, you can't curl up in the fetal position and be like, oh, it's misogynistic. Why is he attacking me? You came after him. He's allowed to return fire at you. I mean, imagine you are, just just everyone, take take a moment here. Imagine you are the self-made richest person on planet Earth from building unbelievable companies. An immigrant. An immigrant to America. Don't do that. Yeah, no trust fund, none of that stuff. And you build a company that is changing the world, possibly. Multiple companies. Multiple companies. I'm thinking of Tesla, yeah. right, but multiple companies and SpaceX. And you're being called a freeloader by a woman who pretended to be a Native American so she could get a teaching job at a university that otherwise would have wanted nothing to do with her just based on her not fancy previous degrees, which is the reality of law school uh, professorships. So, yeah, I think you'd be pretty annoyed, too, everybody. I think you'd be like, who is this clown? And we should mention this, too, Buck, because several of you sent this to us. In addition to claiming falsely to be Native American... Uh, as Elizabeth Warren did, she also then submitted a recipe to a book called Pow Wow Chow, which was supposed to be Native American food, and she stole the recipe from someone else. She plagiarized her Native American recipe that she sent in. The whole the whole thing was amazing. And just if you ever want a real laugh, go back to the initial two or three hours of coverage when she released her DNA results. And the media, because they're such lapdogs and they're so pathetic, tried to spin it as vindication, vindication <laughs> for amazing. Elizabeth Warren. You know, I mean, it, it was it was amazing. Stephen in Pennsylvania has got some thoughts on this. Hey, Stephen. Clay and Buck, thank you for doing what you do every day. Thank you for listening. I, I, I got to say this about Elizabeth Warren. She should be ashamed of herself. She should crawl back into whatever hole she came out of. It's it's horrible. My my wife, God rest her soul, was Cherokee. She was not. Um, she on a form, yes, she put down Native Americans, but she always said she was Cherokee. Yeah, look, it was important. It was important to her because, well, you know, like. 
everybody. Yeah, look, if, if some, someone celebrating their heritage is something that we would always celebrate here, Elizabeth Warren was lying about heritage to advance herself professionally. Thanks for calling in, Stephen. Dan in Savannah, Georgia. I, lo- I love hey, Savannah. I haven't been down doing? in Savannah too long. i got to go on a weekend in Savannah, Georgia. Great town. It's What's great up, town. Dan? Savannah's beautiful. Hey, I just right to the point. I wanted to mention, you know, how we're seeing history being rewritten right before our eyes with these Democrats coming out uh, in San Francisco against crime. And where did it come from? And, you know, this is BS and everything. We need to remember their words. We need to get clips of their words before they make them disappear. And my point to it is, Nancy Pelosi would occupy Wall Street. When she was asked about them, she said, bless their little hearts. So her question is to where did this lawlessness come from? It came from her as the leader of the Democrat Party back then. She, she was the top dog, her and Obama. And so, you know, I, I think we need to stay focused on what they're going to do for 2022. And it's going to be they're going to become the party of law. And we're going to be the ones that are just hating on people. We need to really watch what they're doing here. This isn't them kowtowing or saying, oh, we were wrong. This is a strategy. Well, they are moving, and you're right, Dan. They're moving toward, thanks for calling in from Savannah. Uh, They're moving toward a more realistic view of how to deal with crime because, you know, in San Francisco right now, people leave open their trunks so that their cars don't get broken into. That's That's how sad it has gotten in San Francisco now. We'll talk about the Democrats' pivot on crime and how we're not going to let them get away with what they did up to this point. We're going to hold them to account. Big Hour 3, coming your way. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 